This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers Radio. Uh, and um, today we're going to be talking about learning to be vulnerable and the importance of vulnerability in all aspects of our life. So uh, all of our relationships are going to require that we're vulnerable, and that includes our professional lives. And um, it is something that in many ways, culturally, we've been taught not to show vulnerability. And actually, that vulnerability is then something that's going to um, hurt us, um, both professionally and even uh, some people believe personally. But once, uh, you know, uh, Brene Brown hit the uh, scene, uh, she really got people thinking about the purpose of vulnerability and how it helps us in so many ways. And specifically, um, we, once we learn how to be more vulnerable, we're able to be appropriately open in situations. And that doesn't mean that that opens us up to more hurt. Actually, what it means is um, we are able to be more open and we can still choose to have boundaries and to, um, you know, choose the way that we're in relationship or that we're in the world. So that's kind of the first thing about vulnerability that I think sometimes winds up uh, getting people to run the opposite direction from it is because somehow on a deep level, um, we can think that if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, that might mean we are um, opening ourselves up for that repeated pain, a pain that maybe we felt in the past. And um, vulnerability takes a lot of strength. You know, it really takes, um, you know, a very, you know, inner, like an inner strength and an inner power to be able to uh, be vulnerable, especially when um, we feel like there's a lot on the line um, or we feel like um, we might, you know, be shamed or, you know, somehow, you know, found out, humiliated, all those different things. It's really hard to stand in the face of that and still um, be as open as possible. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the process of not being vulnerable in the process of being vulnerable, right? So um, it, what vulnerability allows us to do or w- what we're able to do when we're able to be vulnerable is we're able to let go of some of the lesser or smaller um, identities, like ego identities that we have for ourselves and really allow ourselves to be more in the truth of who we are. Um, but what we experience a lot of times is uh, this sense of being, being threatened, 
right? It's like an event happens. So let's say that, um, you know, a friend comes up to you and says, you know, you hurt my feelings when you did X, right? And the response there would be then to often for many people uh, to react, especially if it like hit a nerve. Um, you know, for example, if your friend said that you were careless or disrespectful or something like that, and those were things that you really cared about or it, it, you had been hurt in the past um, because of someone's belief that you were um, careless or disrespectful, then that would immediately bring up a reaction, right? And that reaction usually is something to move away from what it is that um, we have just felt, what we've just had contact with, which is this, oh, you know, what if I am, you know, what if this person doesn't like me, um, anything like that. So it it actually allows us to move, um, uh, you know, the reaction gets us to separate from that. So it feels like it gives us a break, right? Um, and in the reverse, when we're vulnerable, we're actually going in the opposite direction. So instead of closing up and instead of, you know, kind of walling off from ourselves or from the other person, what it is that we don't want to uh, feel or see or uh, believe about ourselves, whether it's true or not true, we actually do the opposite. We allow ourselves, we, we are present with our pain, so to speak. We're present with that discomfort. And we're able to be a little bit more curious about it. And instead of then, a lot of times when we're, you know, reacting, we'll go to a blame place or an attack place to get the person as far away as possible. You know, instead of doing that, when you're opening up to, to vulnerability, you're present with the discomfort and then you allow yourself to step into what is the deeper, the deeper truth of what's going on. So you might be able to either move into a deeper truth inside yourself and or be able to look at the person, say your friend that is, is upset with you and be able to actually respond to them and understand like where they're coming for, have more grace and being able to meet their needs um, through not needing to defend as much. So let me just kind of describe what it might feel like a little bit more. Right. So, Think about, you could think about a time where you wound up in a situation where you could feel yourself kind of armoring up. Maybe you felt judged or disrespected or misunderstood. It doesn't really matter what the situation was, but it's like, take a moment to actually feel that reaction to it. And when I say armoring up, that's that, that tension, that's that block, the walling off, anything that you can kind of tap into. And it, it, sometimes it just feels like anger, right? Like you get your back up. Um, so that, that's, that's the reaction. So, and your heartbeat might go up, your muscles might get tense, 
and your thoughts can start racing. Like you're really in that, you know, fight or flight place. And a, a lot of times your thoughts, you know, what they're, what they're trying to do is find a way to solve the problem, right? The immediate problem, which is there's a threat. But what actually needs to be done is your brain needs to be used to unwind the situation and bring yourself back into a place of being more present. So that's, it's like in any situation, we can be served by a tool or not served by the tool. And the mind in this situation will either be the thing that convinced you that your friend never really was a friend and you probably should never talk to her again. And how could she do that? And clearly she's got so many problems and goes down that road, right? Um, or you can go in the opposite direction, right? And in the opposite direction, it would actually be like, look, I'm having a reaction, I'm having a reaction right now and um, I know that if I come from this place in my response, it's not going to be helpful for me or my friend or our relationship, right? So let me see how I can get myself back to a better place. Okay. So there's a point in time where, uh, you know, we know that we're in this, this kind of activated place and we know that nothing good can really come from it right and and yet we can still find ourselves doing it um i know for certain that i do but when even with that awareness sometimes it's difficult to take the really critical steps in learning how to you know shift and open up because it does, it goes against our biology. It goes against everything we taught. There's a threat. We need to do something to end that, right? You know, and, and it doesn't say open up and make a connection with the person you feel is threatening to you. That's, that's not our base level programming. So we really have to work at it. Um, but working at it is actually something that yields amazing results. So. Once I'm in this situation, right, and I, and I'm starting to use my brain, like I was saying, where I'm saying, okay, wait a second here. I get, I'm in a reaction, you know, and I can remember, you know, especially if you've already used this and you've had a positive experience making this shift, really, once you make it through the first time or two of making this kind of shift, you can see how powerful the results are. You see this all the time in, um, in couples counseling where, you know, someone is able to like, instead of react, they're able to stop and open up and reconnect. And that just transforms so much of what's been a conflict in the relationship for a long time. So it's something that might seem a little bit uh, difficult at first, but you can actually walk through it step by step like I'm doing now. And once you get to the other side, the rewards will keep you going back for more. It's really very beneficial. So once I recognize that I'm in this place, right? And there, here's the key. This is a really key. My reaction is causing the problem. And my reaction is obscuring the problem. Right? 
So it's causing the problem and the fact that I might then say something or do something to protect myself that then the other person reacts to. And it's obscuring the problem because of all those thoughts that I was talking about. All of those thoughts are, um, are, all of those thoughts can actually lead us away. They can lead us to all sorts of things that may not even be true about what's going on. Or, and they're definitely not going to allow us to see our pathway back to making that connection. So once I recognize this, right, that I've got nothing really to lose in this situation, but, you know, what I, you know, a lot of times it's just a pride thing, you know, not wanting to be wrong or, you know, uh, not wanting to just listen to the other person and hear them out first because I'm afraid that they could be, you know, either, you know, right or, you know, I might have to see something painful about myself or whatever. So once I'm able to kind of shift, recognize my reaction is creating the problem. I really don't have very much to lose because I can either stop this now and then hopefully not suffer from this this problem for very much longer or I can continue in this way. And when I continue in this way, it pretty much means that I'm going to make the problem worse because somebody's got to stop it at some point in time. Otherwise, we just kind of keep going at each other, keep reacting off of each other. So right then... Once that's recognized, it's like then we do the work of getting back to a good place. So that's the point where we can take the deep breath. We can let go a little bit. We can open up and start to listen to the other person. You know, before we do that, we're going to want to find our center. And at that point in time where we've made the shift to being more open and less guarded, you'll definitely feel it in your body. You're going to feel it also in your heart. And at that point in time, you have the ability to create something more. Now, a little like word to the wise, that does not necessarily mean that the other person is going to respond as quickly. Right. That it, it doesn't mean that just because you move into a better space that the person, uh, uh, you know, across from you automatically shifts. They may. And that that's a wonderful thing when that happens. But they also might not. And sometimes you have to continue to do your work and continue to be present. As you, you know, listen to this other person that may not be totally clear and right inside themselves. Sometimes they may be, sometimes they might not be. You know, they might be in attack mode and not able to really open up to you in, in the relationship. So, you know, it, it requires the ability to maintain that too. It's not like if I shift, then the other person shifts. So it doesn't, it doesn't always happen that equally. It's like, okay, well, what is it that I need to do to shift and then to hold this? And some of that is the same thing we do with ourselves, right? We think, oh, oh, look, this is where I am. I'm triggered. I'm having a reaction. 
I want to do something about this that stops this from happening. And we can think the same thing about the other person, which is, oh, look, this person is having a reaction. I can just be present with them until they can stop their reaction. Recognize whatever they're saying at that point in time, they're not really in their right mind. Now, we draw a line here when it starts to get into abusive behavior. If somebody is really kind of triggered and not in their right mind, so to speak, and they are, um, are they're, um, they're triggered and they're not in their right mind and they're being like really physically aggressive or even really verbally aggressive, um, then, you know, that needs to be stopped. That's not something to just be present with. Um, that's a good thing to leave and to remove yourself from so that person's able to get um, a hold of themselves. Okay. So we are going to go to a um, commercial break. And when we come back, I actually have um, a guest for some coaching around vulnerability. So we'll have some active coaching here in the, in the middle of this program. And then um, when we come back, I'm going to go ahead and break down this process one more time, just kind of a step-by-step how you can move from a less vulnerable place to a more vulnerable place and really create that kind of alignment and connection and the positive things that, you know, we want out of our, our life lives and relationships. So commercial break. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesiner.com. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to sail ahead and others get stuck? The secret is in your mindset. Join author and educator Dr. Kate Siner for a one-hour live webinar on the miracle of mindset, May 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern. On this webinar, she will give you three keys to mindset that will help you stay on track if you run or want to run your own business. Join Dr. Kate Siner for the free webinar, Miracle of Mindset, at 7 p.m. Eastern. For more information or to sign up, go to katesiner.com. 
forward slash miracle dash of dash mindset dash the number two. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about vulnerability today and specifically how to shift yourself from being uh, guarded to being more vulnerable. And right now, I have uh, Leela on the call with me. Hi, Leela. Hi, Kate. Um, and we are going to be talking some about vulnerability and specifically how that's showing up in Leela's life right now and, um, you know, what she might be able to do about it. So, Leela, what, what would you like to talk about today? I uh, am uh, have been doing a lot of work on vulnerability uh, in, in a number of my relationships. And I'm having, um, like, I feel like I've had a lot of success in friendships uh, in my business relationships, but in uh, romantic relationships, so um, either either dating or any, you know, anything to do with uh, potential romantic relationship is something I'm very, um, very hesitant, and I, I just find I'm, I'm not able to even open up to the idea of being vulnerable. So I was hoping we could talk a bit about that. Okay, great. So tell me a little bit, when you say you're not even able to open up to being vulnerable, what makes you say that? The very idea of uh, of looking around or uh, putting myself out there or even admitting to myself that I might be interested in someone is so uh, so scary and so... Uh, threatening to me and I guess to my sense of self that I just uh, like I, I it's like I close a close the door and walk away I just I don't want to think about it mm-hmm. and I don't want yeah. to yeah go on I was going to say it's it's kind of like for you know for people who are listening. I was talking about situations of vulnerability where um, we are you know we're kind of we have a reaction in the moment. And what we're talking about here is when this starts to become a pattern and a pattern that gets in place over a long period of time so that then the block to vulnerability isn't in that moment or even in that like short passage of time, but then it sort of like just becomes a way of life. And so Leela, in uh, this you know, kind of like open it. You say you won't even go there. You won't even think about it. I'm imagining that you're not taking action around it and that how are you about talking about it? How does it feel to be talking about it right now? Pretty scary. Um, Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, 
So the good part about that is that whatever is happening for you is happening right now and we get to explore it kind of real time, which is always really helpful. So um, when when you thought about um, or when you think about talking about this topic and potentially finding a solution to it, right, or a, a way of moving forward, how do you feel? What, what happens inside of you specifically? Uh, my heart starts racing and pounding, and my, um, like my diaphragm, my ribs, everything, they get very tight, tense. It's like uh, my, my, particularly in that area, but other muscles in my body just really kind of start, like you were talking about before, like everything really starts to tense. It's, uh, it really feels like a fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. And so let's just try something here. Um, so let's imagine that there is um, this potential partner out there for you, which I know that there is. But let's just kind of imagine that as loosely. It doesn't have to be anything, any details. It can be details. It doesn't matter. But just connect as much as you can with this potential partner. Um, maybe it's the feeling of being in relationship in some way, or, um, you know, uh, maybe it's reconnecting to an experience that you've had in your past that then, you know, you're kind of project into your future a little bit in a positive sense. Okay. And, and as you do this, what does the, does the sensation in your body change at all? It does um, the I feel my like I feel everything relax and I feel my heart open up uh, almost instantaneously, but I notice that I can only connect in with the idea of this, trying to put any type of specifics or any type of um, uh, any type of specifics immediately throws me back into um, fight or flight. Great. Okay. So what we have here is we have the zone where you can, like where you've already got it. So on the idea level, um, in theory, a partnership is, is something that actually opens you up, right? So there's this longing for it. There's a desire for it in your life, which is awesome. Right. And then, but when we start saying, okay, now let's look at the specifics of it, we start to bring it down into reality and actually get this person into your life, that's where it starts to become terrifying. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So, um, what would be just a step in that direction? Like, what is something that you might be able to think of, like... um, whether it's a characteristic or it's a behavior that might have you connect to the person, what's like one little piece that you might be able to add to the theory that maybe would be tolerable for you? Hmm. Okay. Steps of action are not working. I can tell you that now. Um, Let's maybe thinking about, the qualities of the person Great. and um, what qualities I would like to work on and express. 
Okay. So, so in thinking about the qualities of the person, let's just go right now with qualities that have you continue to open up. Right. So like, you know, what are some things that if you had them in partnership characteristics that you had in partnership, it would feel really good to have them? Okay. And just go ahead and name some of those off. Uh, someone who is accepting. Okay. Open to different ways of doing things. Great. Someone who is able to, um, how do I say this out? Able to like step outside of judgment and step outside of the story. Mm-hmm. Someone who is supportive, uh, like emotionally supportive. Okay. So let's just take those things that you said so far and sort of put them in this like little basket or whatever where of this potential partner, right? Okay. So you have the place where you're connected to the, the theory of it. That feels good. You can feel your heart open. You can feel yourself relaxed. Now add these qualities in and pay attention to what you feel. I that that feels good. Um, I I think the process of naming them actually helped me bring them in naturally. Yep. And I like I don't feel um, or I I feel I still feel relaxed. I still feel calm about this. I still feel a, a connection in my heart. Great. Okay. So, so see all the information that we, we learned here, right? We learned that the theory is good. We learned that the positive characteristics, not only are you clear about them, but that also you feel good about connecting to them. So, you know, what I'm deducing, I'm going to skip a couple steps here in the grand scheme of things, but what I'm deducing from this is that you aren't afraid of a good relationship. Um, you're not resistant to that having that kind of partnership there's something else that you are really afraid of okay right so feel around there a little bit and it's just like is it that um like so start to try some different things like try um you know like Adding in or, you know, holding that image of that potential partner and then adding in something like your past relationships. Um, try looking at that a partner and adding in some of your fears about relationships. And then, you know, see what happens then. Okay. What comes up quickly is the um, the feeling of not um, how do I even say this? It's um, I don't believe I'll be accepted as I am. Mm, so it's a okay. feeling being rejected. Great, awesome. So I mean, you know, not awesome to have that problem, but awesome to be that clear. So um, 
So if you look at this, so as we're kind of discussing vulnerability, what we're doing here um, with Leela is kind of breaking down a specific situation so she can understand what's blocking her so that then she can move into a different way of approaching it. And then in this, it's like we have to get really clear about what the problem actually is. And, and you know, the problem isn't actually the relationship or the partnership or whatever, like that is all good and clear. Even what that person would be like is even pretty clear. However, what is the, the issue that comes up is that it's a, I, it's sort of like what I would say, I can't have that. Or, you know, if I get all those things or see all those things, the result would be that I would be rejected or I would not be accepted. Does that sound accurate? Very much so. Okay. So, so it's like, you know, we, we want to be as clear as possible about it. So instead of saying, you know, I'm afraid of, you know, relationship, um, it's just to like naming the problem as a fear of being rejected or fear of not being accepted by the other person. So if I like you and I like all the characteristics of you and I think you might be a potential partner, all of that, and there's a part of me that gets excited about it. And then the other part goes, well, if that's the case, then that person isn't going to like me very much. Right? Yeah. So we want to look at how to shift this. And it's the same thing that we're talking about, whether it's momentary or um, it is, uh, you know, momentary or it is in this sort of more, you know, chronic sense. It's like, how do you get back to a place where you feel really deeply connected to yourself, where you feel centered, grounded, connected to the core of who you are? Do you have a sense of how to do that? I, I do not. I have no sense of that. Like I feel this is a, this is my block right here. Okay. Okay. Great. So once again, so when what we're going to see here in a little bit is that when you are vulnerable, or I mean, not when you are vulnerable, but when you are um, blocked. Then, you know, and you're in that place of fear, just like I was saying before, you can't find the solution. The solution doesn't exist there. The only thing that you're able to do really is kind of create more of the problem. So we can't create the solution here. What is required in order to get that alignment between Leela and her partner is to actually be able to shift her back to her essence because truly in her essence... She is not afraid. And I mean, I say that it's like the more that we're in the core of ourselves, the more that we understand that we are intrinsically lovable and that what one person feels, even if that's someone that that we like, is not a verdict on who we are. So 
it's like historically, Leela, what has allowed you to connect with yourself? Like what has given you the experience of being most you? I am most, uh, um, where I feel like I am most me is when I am working on an activity by myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so like um, different, it, it can be just, it can be anything, but it's, it's the whole doing it alone where it's kind of where I feel like I can relax and be who I really am. Right. Okay. Okay. So now when you get into relationship, um, this is a secondary problem, but I'm just going to check in about it. You know, w- when you get into relationship, do you sometimes lose touch with yourself? Yes. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's a, uh, you know, that's a secondary issue that should be discussed in order for this to overall be successful. But, um, okay. So when you're doing something, let's just say you're doing something that you love and you're by yourself and you're in the safety of your own home and you're, you know, all things are, you know, Leela. Mm-hmm. Right. So at that point in time, what is it that you feel? I feel I feel space. I feel a lack of demand on me. Um, I feel I feel that I'm able to connect. It's really interesting because I I feel much more capable of connecting with people when they're not right here with me. Uh huh. So I don't know if it's connecting with the idea of people or connecting with people on a different level or or exactly what that is. Okay, so what, um, well, okay, so you're saying that it's, it's harder for you to connect. I, I'm thinking you're overstimulated, um, so I'm thinking you're taking in too much information um, and that's making it a little difficult for you to kind of maintain the contact. Mm, okay. Um, so the the thing that the thing that I think is the next step here is we're going to kind of wind this to a close. But the thing that I think is the next step is actually okay. So going to that place where you're most connected to yourself, getting a real hold on that. So like the stamp of that, exactly what that feels like in your body. If you have words that you associate with it, that helps you kind of hold it in place. Right. And I want you to imagine that 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 energy of who you are is going out and connecting with this idea of a partner. Okay. Okay. Just like you were doing before, just like you were doing when, when you said, oh, I can open up to that idea. Right. Mm -hmm. All I want you to do is practice strengthening your connection to yourself and then kind of like projecting that, but moving that out into the world. Okay. Um, it, because what we want you to do is actually come outside yourself some, and, um, that's gonna, that's gonna help with your connecting. So you're, you're spending time by yourself. You're getting a sense of what that is. Then you're connecting out with that, um, uh, sense of uh the other person okay and then here's the thing this is the thing that i think is really cool um take that feeling 
that you're sending towards that other person Mm -hmm. and just even take a fraction of it and send it back to yourself. Okay. Okay. So this is what happens in that situation. What happens is, is that that what we don't recognize is that the, the love, that love and acceptance that we're seeking is actually something that we can give to ourselves at every moment. And, um, and so when we project it kind of out into the world, like I'm going to get it from someone else, or I'm afraid I'm not going to get it from someone else, then and we, we sort of lose our power. But when we recognize that that love that we're actually sending out is coming all the way through us, it is us. It's not something that is, you know, in any way disconnected. And we experience the value and the beauty of, of that love. Then it, it transforms us and it, it helps us just accept our intrinsic value, our intrinsic lovability. Okay. So that's a lot packed into a little time. But what I think that the name of the game is, is just use that exercise. Like I try to use it daily for like a week okay. and just see, see, you know, explore where that comes, explore where, where that goes for you. And, and then we can see what a good next step is. Okay. Okay. All righty. Um, we are going to take a commercial break and then I'll be right back to wrap up. Um, and we'll break down the steps of, uh, moving from a blocked place to a more vulnerable and connected place. Um, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself. Visit www.katesiner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. 
Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. We've been talking about vulnerability, and um, specifically on uh, the call, um, I had a coaching client, Leela, and we got to talk a little bit about how that shows up for her in her life. Right, so specifically not wanting to be vulnerable because of the fear of being rejected or not accepted, which is true for, you know, all of us in some way and for many of us in a really deep way. Um, and specifically in looking at that, you know, how to move to the next step of being open. One of the things that I've really seen along the way is that the, 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 the more precise that you can get with regards to the problem, and the more precise you can be about the action step uh, for the person to take, then the the more that they can move forward. Otherwise, what happens is, is we're dealing with so many different variables at once, it becomes challenging to know if we're making any progress at all. So by by stopping and being able to add in one piece of the puzzle, which I think is the next piece for her, um, she should be able to grow her ability to maintain a connection with herself and connection with another person, right? And um, in that, right, the, the, the other piece of that is that um, that'll come from being able to actually harness the love that she's wanting to give and really bring it all the way through her so that she reaps the benefits of it as well. And in that place, it, it is that place that allows us to stand in our vulnerability, even if we might be rejected, right? It's what allows being rejected or not accepted or something like that. Instead of it being terrifying, it becomes just uncomfortable or sometimes painful. But that's a big difference, Right, uncomfortable and sometimes painful is tolerable. Terrifying is that's the stuff that stops us from being able to move forward. So, in these last few minutes that we have, I just want to go through the step by step um, on this um, of of moving out of a triggered state and into being able to be more open. Right. So, the first thing and is noticing that you have been triggered, so that you're having a reaction. And recognizing that that reaction is pretty, I mean, that reaction guarantees that you're not looking at the situation as clearly as possible. No matter what your mind is telling you about how clear you are and how much, if you notice that you're having a reaction, you can guarantee that in some way you're not being clear. And you can get more and more adept about being unclear and still doing what you know um, you want to do um, in that situation. But if you're triggered, you're you're not clear. Okay. So you want to stay conscious enough to minimize your reaction so that you're not escalating the situation. What this means is, is that once we get triggered, we go dark, as I like to say, 
in the sense that we we like lose our ability to function in our like our higher capacity. And it's at that point in time that, you know, we think it's like totally justified to say that really mean thing because, well, that person deserves it, right? <laughs> that would be going dark. So we want to stay conscious enough to minimize that reaction, which means that we're able to go, oh, okay, I got it. I can see the impulse to tear that person to shreds, but that's not actually what I'm going to be doing here, right? I'm, I'm going to do the best possible action that I have available to me right now. And sometimes that's nothing at all. Next, remove yourself if necessary. Okay, so if it's really hard to get a hold of yourself or you feel particularly um, like you might do something that would be would not be beneficial, remove yourself from this situation. Okay, just take a break. So if you need to remove yourself, you can let off steam. You know, you can vent or uh, jump up and down or whatever. I mean, if you're with someone that you have a nicely established relationship with them, um, sometimes you are even able to say, whoa, I'm just, you know, um, you know, hiking out as, um, uh, Elisa Starkweather used to say, but, um, or still does say, but, um, you know, in that you're just saying, okay, this, I know that this is not the truth, whether you're doing it alone or you're doing it with another person. I know that this is not the truth. This is just me letting off steam. And then I'm going to come back to what I really believe in, what I really want to move forward with. Okay. So once you're back on track, right? So you've, you've let go of whatever you need to, you're back to a clearer place, right? You can look for the real reasons you're upset. Now they're not usually the situation, but they're usually embedded in the situation. You can usually find them in some way. Um, which means that, um, you know, a lot of times, like I, I talk to you about a lot is, um, it has to do with your past, um, patterns that have been put in place, previous hurts, things like that. So that's kind of the stuff that you want to take a look at. You want to find the real reason you're upset because that's how you know what to give yourself in response. So you give yourself love, understanding and acceptance. That does not mean that you give yourself the right to act in mean ways to other people or to do things that are not helpful in this situation. It means that you understand that we all, and you being one of we, have uh, shortcomings, issues, pains, you know, whatever. And in that... You know, we deserve to be loved and understood and accepted, even, even in those, even in that time, even in those moments. So you give yourself love, understanding and acceptance. I got it. That really got me. I'd been hurt that way before. And when I saw it coming again, I reacted. All right. I get it. Okay. Now what do I want to do? Right. You know, it, Tease out the parts of your experience that are blame, victimhood, and denial. And simply name them for what they are. Well, I wouldn't be this way if you didn't, you know, (laughs) blame, right? 
So, so as you start to see those pieces, it's just simply naming them so that they're in your awareness. So you recognize that those are just the fragments that are, you know, unhelpful, you know, in solving the situation. And, and then my next piece of that is give yourself love, understanding, and acceptance. You can see how this is a theme that helps you move through this situation, right? So when you blame someone or you wind up playing the victim or, you know, you're in denial, it's like, and you see this and you name it, it's not about going into judgment about that about your you being just a human being it's just it's about really going okay got it you know if you can love yourself there this is part of what gives you power it gives you the ability to be really vulnerable it's because it's okay you can see that stuff you can take a look at it because you know that you can still give yourself the love that you need which makes you infinitely more lovable um, and then once you have kind of given yourself that understanding, that support, that acceptance, right? That is, and you're kind of like, you've returned back to yourself. That's when you remember what you really want to have happen with this other person. And I don't care whether it's a, a one situation or if it's like a chronic situation like we were talking about before in the coaching section. It's like you, instead of being in that guarded place that Lila was talking about, it's about shifting to the open place. Remember what you want to have happen. Remember that you actually want that relationship. Remember that this person really is your friend and you actually want to find a way to connect with them. So you remember what you want to have happen and then you reapproach from that perspective. So it's really just another version of, oops, I got off track and I'm getting back on again. Oops, I got off track. I'm getting back on again. Recognizing that all of that distortion is really just getting off track and you can just get back on again. And from that clearer place where you're more connected to yourself, you can more easily then connect to the other person and find positive solutions for both of you. Okay. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today and talking about vulnerability. Um, this is the kind of stuff that I talk about a lot in my LifeWork community program, which I would love for you to check out on my website. Um, it's on katesigner.com, and it's a LifeWork community under the Work With Me section. And um, we talk about all the ways that we can move into more success and fulfillment in our lives. So thank you again for joining me today and I look forward to talking to you again next week on Real Answers. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.